Welcome back, everyone, to the Beef Up Front Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle, joined again by Kevin Cannon for our weekly show, uh, NFL Big Five Games of the Week, the Week 11 edition here. Uh, big slate of games, a lot of good ones, I think, can go either way. Uh, but welcome back to the show, Kevin, and are you ready for uh, another good week of football? Yeah, great game of slates here. I look forward to it. All right, we will get into it. Uh, first game, uh, probably the game I'm looking – forward to the most this week uh the cardinals six and three going to the six and three seahawks uh seahawks are a three and a half point home favorite in this one this will be our thursday night football game at 8 20 on fox so i'm taking the underdogs uh cardinals here 35 seahawks 34 and yes i think the seahawks will lose three in a row not because of how terrible they're playing, but mainly more because of how good the Cardinals are playing on offense specifically. And their defense isn't great, but it's also a lot, lot better than um, how Seattle's playing now. The Cardinals also lead the league in Russian, which is attributed to their running backs in Edmonds and Kenyon Drake coming back. But they also got Kyler Murray, who can rush, as we all know. And he's also been throwing the ball at a high clip. And the Cardinals' defense is not amazing, but they're still top 10 in the league in points allowed and third down conversion rate, which are both just key signs of a solid defense that can get off the field. And Seattle hasn't been the same without Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde, who both could um, miss this game as well again, especially on a short week, given that they're playing Thursday. I think it'll be an extremely fun and entertaining game, but I'm also never going to count Seattle out as long as Russ, number three, is under center for the Seahawks. Yeah, the the big thing, I think, in this one is the potential of Chris Carson and Hyde being out again. We've really seen, I, I think, as good as Russell Wilson's been, he needs to have like a pretty good running back in the fold to help him out because, as, as we were saying at the beginning of the year, we didn't really think he could, you know, shoulder the load this much uh, going forward each and every week. But uh, I don't think he will personally let the Seahawks lose three games in a row here. So I'm going to pick... Uh, the Seahawks over the Cardinals get them at home in a revenge game, 31 to 30. Uh, even though we're we're saying the Seahawks haven't looked that strong in recent weeks, uh, they get a Cardinals defense that has not been looking that strong either, uh, giving up 30 points or more in back-to-back weeks against the Bills and Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals have played really bad in the fourth quarter of games this year too. I mean, if it weren't for those late-game heroics uh, from Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins on the Hail Mary last week. They would have lost that game as well. Uh, and they were leading in the fourth quarter the past two games against the Dolphins and Bills. So uh, those fourth quarter struggles, I think, will show up here. And we'll get some, you know, late game heroics from Russ, uh, pull off that magic and not drop his third game in a row and give the uh, Seahawks back to first place in the NFC West. Uh, our second game of the week, Titans 6-3 and three at Ravens 6-3. and three. Uh, Ravens are actually a whopping six and a half point favorite here. What are your thoughts on this game, Kevin? Yeah, I thought the line on that was way too high for the Ravens to be favored that heavily, but I still um, would take a money line. Ravens 24, Titans 20. The Titans defense has not looked great as of late. Um, The Ravens also really did struggle last week against the Pats, but I think the rain and the weather was a big influence on that. And the weather this week in Baltimore looks really nice, and I think Lamar will be able to do enough to beat out the run-heavy uh, Titans and the Baltimore defense will also be able to limit Tannehill and pretty much strictly focus on stopping uh, Derrick Henry. So I got the Ravens in this one. 
Yeah, this is a, a really a must-win game for both here. Uh, there's five different teams, I believe, right now in the AFC who are 6-3. and three. So, and, you know, looking at the AFC North, it looks like the Steelers are running away with the division. And, and the Colts have a game up on the Titans as well. So, really a must-win game here for both teams. Uh, I didn't really have an opinion on this one. I think these are two teams that can play as well as anyone one week and, you know, really struggle the next. But when I saw the Ravens at a six-and-a-half-point favorite, I think Vegas really likes them here. Uh, so I'm going to take the Ravens here at home with a bounce-back win uh, after that loss in the monsoon to the Patriots. I'm going to get the Ravens at 24-21 to 21 in this game. Uh, our next matchup is uh, the 7-2 and two Packers going to the 6-3 and three Colts. Uh, Colts are a two-point home favorite here. Uh, this will be a 425 kickoff. So I'm taking Colts 24 to the Pack 20. Uh, the Colts, for me to be able to win this game, they must establish the run. And if they don't, I don't think they'll win. But I think they will be able to establish the run against a terrible Green Bay defense that hasn't been able to really stop the run at all recently. And the Colts defense, on the other hand, has looked extremely good and will be able to deal with Aaron Rodgers and limit the time he sees on the field. Another one of the um, games where I'm never going to count the Packers out because they have Aaron Rodgers, but I'm still taking the Colts in this one. I'm going to take the Colts as well. Uh, I'm going to take them a little bigger, though, than you. I'm going to take them at 30-21 to 21 over the Packers. Uh, the Colts really have that identity and style of play that the Packers have struggled against the past two years. You know, going back to the, the NFC title game against the 49ers, uh, a really physical downhill running team. Uh, they struggled, The Packers struggled against the Buccaneers earlier this year, too, where Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette were really able to run the ball against them as well. Uh, Colts have that real similar style. Uh, and they have a very strong defense, I think, as well. that can give Aaron Rodgers some fits. Uh, very impressive win, in my eyes, against the Titans last week on Thursday Night Football. They're getting some extra rest here. Uh, Rivers, is whenever he takes care of the ball, the Colts win. I mean, it's a pretty simple formula. Uh, if he's able to play a turnover-free game, I, I definitely think that their rushing attack can carve up that Packers run defense that hasn't been able to stop a nosebleed this year. So, uh, I like the Colts here, 30 to 21, and some more questions arise about the Packers, whether or not you know they can play in these physical style of games. Uh, our next matchup is the eight and one Chiefs going to the six and three Raiders uh, for the Sunday night football game this week. Uh, definitely a big game in the AFC West after the Raiders coming off a uh, 40, th 40 to 32 win over the Chiefs at Arrowhead uh, at the beginning of the year. Chiefs, a big seven-point favorite, though, in this matchup. Yeah, I got the Chiefs 31, beating the Raiders by 10 to their 21. It's Andy Reid off a bye. I mean, that's all you got to really say. He's 24-5 and five in his career coming off a bye. And Andy's also going to be pissed about learning about Gruden's victory lap that he took around uh, Arrowhead last time uh, Gruden was in Kansas City and beat the uh, Chiefs in week five. So I think Andy's going to unleash his dynamic offense on Gruden and the Chiefs just have an absurd amount of weapons and the best QB in the world. So I don't think it's going to be that close. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs big time in this one. I mean, the Raiders have been playing as well as anyone in recent weeks and the Chiefs are a seven point favorite here on the road. Uh, I'm definitely going to take the Chiefs here. I'm taking them 35 to 17, actually. Uh, being a seven-point favorite, as I was saying, very telling. Uh, a revenge game here as the Chiefs are looking to avenge their only loss so far this year. And just as you said, Andy Reid coming off a bye, 
He's historically one of the best coaches ever in that category. Uh, the Raiders have also became, you know, very one-dimensional, I think. And I think that's a good thing for them going forward uh, as they have this run-first identity with Devontae Booker and Josh Jacobs leading the way. Uh, but I think coming off a of bye week, the Chiefs are going to be uh, well-prepared for to stop this rushing attack. They don't have that much to worry about in the passing game. I feel like uh, it's going to be an easy week of preparation, I think, coming off the bye. Uh, so I like the Chiefs to win this one big here and kind of, you know, put the Raiders back in their place after that revenge, uh, that victory lap, excuse me, that you were talking about. I didn't hear about that till a few minutes before we started recording. Uh, so I think Chiefs come out with a vengeance here. Uh, and then our last game of the week is the Monday night football game. Uh, Rams 6-3 and three after an impressive win over the Seahawks last week. Go to the 7-3 and three Bucks, who came, are coming off a blowout win over the Panthers. Uh, this will be our Monday night football game. Tampa Bay currently listed on a Wednesday night as a four-point favorite. So I got the underdogs Rams 24, Bucks 20. Everyone knows the way to beat Tom Brady is make him uncomfortable in the pocket with a sale. solid pass rush, and the Rams have a guy named Aaron Donald who's pretty good at that. The game's also a little past Tom Brady's bedtime of 8.30, and Bruce Arians is even nervous about this, that he's changing the Bucks' practice schedule this week, so they're practicing at night on Thursday and Friday night. The Bucks have not played well in primetime games at all this year, and their struggles continue here. And Jared Goff will uh, need to take care of the ball and make big throws and big, and get the ball to his playmaker's hands when uh, he needs to, just like Drew Brees did two weeks two weeks ago when the Saints blew the Bucks out. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I still got the Rams in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with Vegas uh, with the four-point spread, but I'm actually going to take the Rams uh, here with a four-point win. Uh, 27 to 23 over the Bucks. Uh, as you were saying, Bucks have really struggled in primetime this year, and I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's a, a thing with this team that they're not really able to play in in these big uh, time games. They they almost lost to the to the New York Giants, who only have three wins this year, and all three of those wins coming against uh, NFC's opponents. So, uh, the Rams defense is playing very well right now. I think the most underrated unit in the league at the moment. Uh, the pass rush has really been getting to the QB outside of you know, Aaron Donald, they were really looking for another guy to rush the passer. Uh, Michael Brockers is always a solid guy inside, but then you had rookie Terrell Lewis last week, I believe, get two sacks, and then Leonard Floyd, former first-round pick of the Bears, had a big afternoon with three sacks. Uh, so they're able to get after Tom Brady in this one, I think. Uh, Jared Goff, when he takes care of the football and they can run the ball, they've been very successful. Uh, you know, it's kind of just the winning formula throughout the NFL, as we were just talking about with the Colts team. Uh, this game will come down to whether or not Henderson, Brown, and Akers can produce against that that strong Bucks defensive front that's one of the best runs of defenses in, in the league. Uh, I think they are able to execute in this one, and I like the Rams in a close one in a statement game uh, as, the, as they put themselves in you know, contention for uh, one of the NFC Super Bowl favorites. So we will now move on to Tanner Herb's lock to the week. Coming off a bad week for Tanner, 0-5. He's looking to bounce back this week. He says, perfect at being imperfect last week. That only means one thing. Got to make up for the lost money. Uh, Thursday Night Football is his first game, Arizona at Seattle. Uh, Seahawks are three and a half point favorites. The safe bet is for the streaming hot Cardinals to cover, which I believe they will. The offense has been very explosive this season in every aspect. While this defense of Seattle is their Achilles heel, it would be a tough game to win on the road in Seattle, but I will expect another tight battle here for Arizona in a game which – 
neither team can afford to lose. Uh, he says take the Cardinals at plus three and a half. Uh, for the one o'clock slate of games, we take the Falcons plus five visiting the Superdome as the Saints would be led by Jameis Winston. Uh, the Falcons would be 4-0 under Raheem Morris if it wasn't for a miraculous ending against the Lions. And I like their odds of going shot for shot against a hurting Saints team right now. Uh, let it be known, Morris was the D.C. for a Falcons team that intercepted Winston four times last year, and he has a full week to prepare for the new-look Saints. Uh, a lot is trending up for the Falcons' D, and their offense stays scary. Look for an upset here, or at least a cover, and hit the over at 50 and a half. Uh, I'm going to hop on the Tua train for the afternoon slate, he says, and take the Dolphins minus three and a half against the Broncos. The heart of Miami's young team is their improving defense, which would be a very tough matchup for young and still unproven Drew Locke. Uh, with Tua playing like an like a veteran and a new bell cow in Salvin Ahmad out of Washington, uh, I also find it tough to believe that they will have much trouble against the Broncos' defense. Uh, with a 6-3 and three record, I think the Dolphins take this one handily to improve their shot in gaining an AFC East title and surprising the league. Dolphins minus three and a half. Sunday night football Chiefs at Raiders. Uh, Tanner disagrees with us here, Kevin. This is a major revenge matchup, he says, for Andy Reid as he lost to Vegas 40-32 to earlier this season. Uh, he's got the Chiefs at minus six and a half. Uh, he thinks both teams have improved equally throughout the season, so he's going to take the Raiders uh, to keep this close and cover at plus six and a half. The key for the Raiders is the run game, which got – Back on pace last week against the Broncos, and we'll have a good shot at keeping up against a KC team who allows the fourth most rushing yards per game in the league. Uh, take those Raiders to cover and expect some late-game excitement. And then his last one is Monday Night Football. The Rams traveling cross-country to Tampa as the Bucks are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Bucks defense has been terrifying, ranking top 10 in Motubler. Or I think he means multiple categories, such as uh, spelling mistake such as adjusted sack rate, interceptions, uh, passing, and rushing yards allowed. The key for the Bucks would be the run against this week, as even with Aaron Donald, the Rams are ranked as allowing the eighth-most rushing yards per carry, and Ronald Jones is coming off a near 200-yard performance. I'll take the Bucks minus 3.5 here because Tom Brady will simply not allow himself to be embarrassed on primetime again. The over is easy at 47. Uh, and then he ends it up with the only team worse in the NFL than the Eagles is those Chicago Bears. So uh, what are your thoughts on those picks for this week, Kevin? So I obviously don't agree with the Raiders covering against the Chiefs will win big. I don't agree with the Bucks covering because I think the Rams will win. And I like the Cardinals pick and the Falcons Saints one. I mean, you could talk me into it, but I'm still not that hot on that one. And I like the uh, Dolphins beating the Broncos by three and a half. Yeah, I like Cardinals plus three and a half. I think that's a close game that'll be, you know, decided by a point as I have Seahawks uh, winning by one. I do think the Falcons will uh, pull out the outright upset this week over the Saints with Jameis Winston playing quarterback. I uh, like I like the Dolphins minus three and a half, but I like the Chiefs to win big, and I also like uh, the Rams to win in this one. So disagree on, on a few of Tanner's picks here, but he's looking to, to make up some lost ground. As we are in week 11 now, you and I, Kevin, I sit at 32 and 18, uh, and you are 27 and 23, while Tanner is 23 and 27. So he needs a, a 5 and 0 week just to get back to or above 500. But that'll do it for uh, this week on the Beef Up Front podcast, big five uh, NFL games of the week. Uh, any comments about those Eagles against the Browns this week, Kevin? I do not think they're going to win. 
I say they do win this week, only being three and a half point underdogs on the road against a six and three Browns team. Uh, I think Vegas likes the Eagles this week. I, I got confidence in the birds. Last week, I correctly, I had the gut feeling that the Giants would pull out the win. I'm taking the Eagles this week. I'm just glad we didn't have to uh, choose against the Bears this week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, are they playing on Thanksgiving? Do you know? I can look. Because I think next week for uh, our Thanksgiving, our big five games of the week, we have to you know, talk about the three Thanksgiving games, three of the, the biggest games of the year. They are not playing on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they're not. But they do match up against the Packers on Monday Night Football. So that could – we might do a, a special edition next week, do cover the three games on uh, Thursday for Thanksgiving and then do uh, five additional games after that. So uh, look forward to a, a special episode next week as we approach Thanksgiving. Everyone stay safe out there, and we will talk to you next week.